1: though, we do move into Ask Your HR. And of course, this is a segment of the show where you send through your voice notes. And we have an HR expert to help us navigate the world of work. It has become complex. I think working has always been complex. But I think post-COVID-19 things are more complex. And most importantly, with the emergence of Gen Z and millennials in the workplace, even more complex. And so that's why we've decided uh, to bring uh, this one about. And of course, joining us uh, this evening is Hopolang Mohojo who is an HR professional, joining us uh, to answer uh, you know, those questions and also just to have a conversation around them. Hupalang, uh, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, good
0: afternoon, Nolu. How are you? And what? Thank you for the
1: invite. Wonderful. Thank you for chatting to us, Hupalang. We do have two queries for you today. The first one uh, is actually around the issue of pay. So let's listen back to that voice note and then go ahead into our chat. Hi, I'm Balisa. I've been working at Asante Glass for six years now. I just want to know, how do I approach my manager for a raise? So I just want to know, how do I go about asking for a salary increase? It looks like our listeners are starting off with the big (laughs) guns. You know, more money. It's always a tough conversation. Let's talk about uh, Ballisa's career. Yeah,
0: thank you very much. I think... um... And I think we've addressed this before at Power mm-hmm. FM. I'm just happy that you invited me at this time. Um, first of all, as employees, um, asking for a salary raise, um, it, is a, it is a process uh, that starts with you. Answer questions like, why do I need a salary increase? And you need to be as uh, fair and uh, sexual as possible when you answer that question to yourself. Why do you think you deserve a raise? Uh, Because answering those questions will help you determine your own worth Mm. uh, in your role. Secondly, you need to do your proper research. uh, Because oftentimes, uh, a lot of employees may feel they are being underpaid. And there are different reasons why people feel feel that. Uh, It could be the economic pressures that we have. It could be our own uh, commitments. Uh, uh, that leads to thinking that we are overpaid or underpaid uh, with proper research you might realise when you do your research that are actually paid fairly as mm-hmm. uh, the average of the market so do your proper research to understand how the market looks like and I always advise people to say benchmark with uh, your company's compet- competition see how your uh, uh, competitors are paid the same level and um, if you realize that you are underpaid remember also that when you approach your manager you're not going to demand a salary increase you're going to negotiate for a salary increase so your tone also has to change you don't have to appear as overly confident when you do that so once you're done with that research understanding how much you are worth how much you're worth as an individual Understand what the industry you're in uh, pays, perhaps in a similar role in other organizations. And then also understand the industry you're in, because di- different industries these industries react differently to economic challenges. You may find yourself in an industry that has, that has just had a serious knock, as far as the financials are concerned, and your chances of being successful in you know, a request may be uh, limited to zero. So understand that also. Understand the performance of your organization. Your organization may be in that industry that is struggling, but it may be performing well as an organization. So take keen interest in, in understanding the balance sheet of your organization because you don't want to appear uh, as insensitive, as being money-driven. So understand those things. And then you approach your manager. And this is what you should do when you approach your manager. Remember, it's a negotiation and be ready for a counter offer. Your manager may agree with you, but they may counter offer uh, whatever amount you're proposing. So set it as a level where, uh, if they counter offer, you at least fall at a level that is still acceptable to you, mm-hmm. which is why proper research is important. So, say your average pay in your role is 5000 it is okay, and then you're earning three point five or four thousand. So it is okay to say the average is five thousand. Maybe pitch it at seven, so that is a counter offer because they have to know this thing. They will probably be in the know of what the average pay is. They will give you that faster because if you if you if you ask for five thousand, that counter offer may be below that. So you need to do your proper research when you when when you do that, and also understand. Uh, have a clear understanding of how, what you bring to the company. What are you bringing opposed to other colleagues perhaps doing the similar job as you do because there are many, there are different reasons why people attract uh, a thorough interest. It could be years of experience, could be skills that you've acquired to level of competence. Um, it could be qualifications that you've just completed. Uh, so you need to detail those things. And every Aspect that you'll be putting in your proposal, link it to the solutions that you'll bring to the organization. Uh, indicate how you have succeeded in solving some of the organization's problems. And if you have a history of your successes, be prepared, come prepared with those. Uh, because obviously you can't train now, and I heard I think it's Palisa there, mm. one who made a voice note, she mm. said she's been with the organization for six years. Now, if you've been with the organization for six years and you're still at the same level, you're still in the same salary, obviously with the annual increases, uh, what have you accomplished in that position? Maybe you haven't had any upward movement. Uh, so what successes have you heard in that, in that position? List all of those. And remember, that is a negotiation, it is not a demand. So your tone should change. Put it there and be ready for your manager to say, let me go look and I'll get back to you because if you if you appear as overly confident or as demanding, that demeanor may turn off your manager which may cause them to focus on many other negatives that you may have been blind to. So understand that it's a negotiation and come with an open mind to negotiate for a salary increase
1: it does sound like uh, something that you don't wake up uh, you know one morning and uh, think I'm going to go do it uh, today hopefully and I want to speak about that especially when it comes to the issue of evidence a co- uh, a collection here when you're going to go and plead your case you possibly have to be able to say I achieved this and I achieved that uh, during uh, the year or during a certain period or since I arrived here and I think it's one of uh, those things that people might take for granted that you need to uh, you're essentially going to go make a pitch here uh, to a manager or uh, to who Whoever you are going to speak to about uh, this. Let's talk about uh, just being strategic in, in that, um, especially around uh, putting evidence together, but also about uh, getting industry benchmarks. If I'm, let's say, I work for a bank and I, and I don't know what they pay people at the other bank, is there a way to find out, uh, you know, how uh, where the industry is so that I can gauge myself accurately?
0: Yes. and like I said, remember the, the, the first part I said you need to, you need to have the reasons why, um, because you don't want to appear as if you are money-driven. I know we all work for money, but there should be reasons why. Remember, this is a marketplace where you are selling your skills and your abilities for remuneration. Therefore, you need to put your case in a way that will convince your manager that you are offering more than what is demanded which is why you deserve a salary increase. Different ways of benchmarking. One, there are, there are multiple organisations which advertise. You need to check advertisements. There are a number of organisations which advertise positions with the, uh, the salary uh, placed on the ad. So look into those and see if, one, it's in the same industry, the position is more or less at the same level as yours and then understand if they are getting paid more. Uh, Because sometimes, remember, you might think you are being underpaid and when you do that research, you realise that you're actually being paid fairly or even more, then that will change your strategy altogether. Maybe you may not have to go the route of uh, seeking a salary increase. Instead, you you may have to go and approach your manager for an upward movement. Because if you are already being fairly paid uh, after benchmarking with different uh, companies in your industry, and you still feel like the money is too little for you, and remember I said you need to be objective and fair to yourself and the company. So now you understand that you are paid well, fairly well, and sometimes even more, uh, but you still feel that you are being underpaid or you feel like you're contributing more or you're doing more for the organization now you have to negotiate for an upward movement if there are any chances of you moving higher uh, on the ladder.
1: let also talk about, uh, you know, pushing for a salary increase, and possibly not getting one. Is Can that be a trigger for a move? If a person uh, feels that they have put together their evidence, they've gone and done their industry, uh, you know, research, their performance uh, of the company, they've gone on to also see what the benchmark is and uh, they realize here that uh, they might not be able to get the kind of uh, growth or salary that they think they should get at a certain place, can that be a trigger for a move?
0: Yes. Mm. And I know organizations do not want to hear this, but I always tell uh, uh, friends and colleagues that, yes, um, uh, you, you, you don't owe your organization your lifelong commitment. And like I said, it is a relationship where you offer something in return for remuneration. You offer your skills in return for your remuneration. So if you feel that, because if you don't, if you don't opt out, if you don't look elsewhere, you are going to be despondent and frustrated. And once you are frustrated, you frustrate yourself, you frustrate the organization, and your performance is going to drop. And once your performance drops, your confidence drops. So you might not even be in a position to negotiate better salary for the next opportunity that comes. So if you realize that your organization is not willing to offer you, or they are unable to offer you, yes, it is a positive trigger for you to move, uh, for start looking elsewhere, in different organizations. Uh, that is that is a fair that is a fair reason to want to move. And like I said, if you are fair and you are uh, objective in your analysis, uh, that will give you confidence to want to move. And also remember, I said you need to know your worth. You don't have to sell yourself short in any way. Know how much you're worth, because that also boosts your confidence in what you do. And whether you relay it for salary increase, whether you relay it for an upward movement, whether you relay it in an interview for a new role in a different organization, know how much you work and be confident about that. Uh, don't shy away from your work. Uh, look at the salespeople. Every item that has been sold, they can confidently tell you why it is worth $1.5 million. so Say you're buying a car, for instance. Uh, irrespective of how much you negotiate them, the price of the car, not go down because they know what the car like what what the type of car that you're selling you so also as, as 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 professionals we need to know that with and as much as we should be open for negotiation because sometimes you may not get exactly what you want but it, but if there is a pest towards that which you want be, be be flexible enough to accommodate such but do not sell yourself short and make once once that commitment is, be, is been made ensure that it's been reduced to writing because some may say yes we hear you but not today not now perhaps in a year let that be reduced to writing so that you're able to remind them last year this time this is what you said to me i think uh, the time is true now for my increase or for my promotion points
1: Oh, we happen to have just lost a hublang at the end of that one. We're going to go for a quick break, come back, and also blank like to speak to us about negotiating the issue of hybrid work. And uh, let's go for that quick spot and also try to get him on the line again. Power Business with Nolutandon Tondimlambo,
0: Monday to Thursday, six to eight PM, and Fridays six to seven PM on Power ninety eight point seven.
1: 1925 on Power Business, still on the line uh, with Hopalang Mokocho, who is a HR professional, speaking to us this evening on Ask um, Your HR, and we'll have the segment every week with uh, various HR professionals and you can call in and send through uh, voice notes with your queries, uh, you know, the kinds of things that you're worried about or really want to bring up in terms of work uh, and are just uh, battling uh, to uh, really find the words. Hopalang, before I let you go, we must touch on the issue of hybrid work. It's something that has come up uh, quite a bit for us and it's really uh, negotiating that uh, more accurately uh, how do we ensure that we're able to uh, negotiate uh, either not spending as much time in the office uh, as uh, we would uh, as it is prescribed by the company uh, also being able to ensure that we do get more flexible time is this something that some companies are willing to negotiate with and if so is there a strategy to it I hope you there you there?
0: Yes, I'm here.
1: Yes. I'm sorry, I'm, so, I'm not sure what's happening with the lines there, but of course we are speaking about the thing of ne- negotiating hybrid or flexible work. Oh okay. Okay. Can I Yes, stop? please do go ahead. Please do go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh negotiating for hybrid. I think um uh colleagues or employees or whoever is working at home listening, we we first need to understand that uh, this differs from organization to organization, and it all depends on the the type of uh, organization you're working for and the style of leadership you have because it it, it says a lot it, it it has a lot to do with the type of leadership how flexible are they and also the the reality is well, what you do be as impactful while you're working from home as it is or as it was while you're working in the office. So we also need to be real about that because the that's certain that's functions which can, which can only, for now, uh, considering where we are, as technology is concerned, generally it differs from industry to industry, uh, functions which can be performed optimally in the office, not at home. And also, has your company invested in software that uh, can monitor your performance while working remotely? So first of all, company together with employees they need to set clear guidelines and expectations for employees who work remotely so that has to be there Uh, i remember rest of the COVID where i work we we developed a a standard operating procedure which is a guideline of how we are going to operate how we're going to monitor performance how we're going to report on what you're doing and what do we do when there are connectivity issues right now, our lines are cutting, I don't know what is happening. Mm-hmm. The same can happen while you're working from home, you have uh, trouble with your connectivity. Then what do you do in an instance like that? Because you can't automatically be off or be on a holiday simply because you can't connect. Now, what do we do in instances like that? So And also, while you're negotiating that, your manager needs to be in a, in a place that they can provide you with a regular feedback. So that is what uh, should happen. So, if you are to uh, propose that you want to go and work from home, make sure that before you before you pose working from home, all these things are covered. you have got answers for all these questions because they may be unable to allowing that, but they will ask you those questions. What will you do when this happens? What will you do? How do we? How do you ensure that your attendance is monitored? How do we ensure? that you're actually working? How do we ensure that whenever you are called for a meeting, um, you are fair? Uh, where, where, where I work, um, I don't want to disclose, mm. but a principle it indicated that uh, some of the colleagues working from home, uh, instead of working, they are seen in big malls in fitness, during office hours. So how do we ensure that we monitor that, that while you're working from home, you are still productive? Um, so I think if all those things are in order, and you know that you're only, and remember, you cannot change the model of your company, you cannot change the shifts and the patterns of your company. You can only propose, and if your proposal has got this answers, uh, it may change the, the trajectory of the entire company. But if they don't, then also that is the other way of saying maybe it's about time to start looking for because the companies which have already started implementing hybrid working models. Now, if your company is not there yet, uh, it may be time, because if they are not ready, uh, because that is a huge shift. uh, To move from office-based work and working from home is a huge shift, and it also comes with cost implications. Uh, So if your organization is not there yet, it may be time, because if you feel uh, perhaps during COVID you got used to working from home and you adjusted your life to... Uh, Remote working, Uh, now you have to go back to the office and you're finding it difficult to, hence you're bringing this uh, up or proposing to work from home. Uh, Is your company ready to accommodate that type of uh, uh, working schedule? If they aren't, it may be difficult for you to convince them otherwise, but if they are and you you are just one of the employees who would like to, I think it, it, it is easier to propose such, but also have answers that I said, because they will ask those questions.
1: Well, that's all we have time for this evening. It's been a pleasure having you on Ask Your HR, and I'm sure in the future you'll join us again. Thank you so much for addressing these very sticky matters for us. Thank you very much for inviting me. Fantastic, that was Upalang Mahodja. He is HR professional there, unpacking the issue of asking for a raise and also negotiating our work from home